Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates on tonight's show. I'm talking about the disappearance of Seamus Gray. He disappeared in Waukegan, North Chicago, right on the border between Illinois and Wisconsin. He disappeared uh, Friday the 17th. It was St. Patrick's Day at night. Classic smiley face killers uh, phenomenon, fact pattern. But just like all the other cases I've, I've done, at a bar, late night, leaves by himself, acts strange, gets kicked out. Uh, huge a search, family or members are concerned. And I think there's a decent likelihood that today, when I'm recording March 26th, Sunday, he'll be dumping in the water. It's usually late on Sunday nights, early on Monday morning when everybody's asleep, getting ready for work. So the police uh, would do themselves a huge favor to watch the waterways around that whole area. Uh, just like they caught the uh, Atlanta serial killer for the Atlanta where he dumped a body in the river. That's how they caught him, Wayne Williams. So that's where you want to do. You want to act like those cops. Very low-key, very hidden, no pol obvious police cars. Go check those waterways. Stay by the river. You do yourself a huge favor. I mean, this is just this case, the Seamus Gray cases like these other cases that I followed. Where the body eventually shows up, whether it's Dakota James or Joey Labute. Joey Labute was really my first case. That was 2016. But Seamus Gray's disappearance is happening in a larger kind of kill pattern of smiley face killers, particularly in Chicago. So I'm going to run some video. I'm also going to reference Jim Smith. You can see his work at uh, Smiley Face Cult on Twitter. But I've done interviews with him. I just did a recent interview with Jim in January. We were talking about cases, but so much has happened in the last two months that I've included all kinds of new cases, but particularly this one, Seamus Gray, and Austin is also a hot spot, so be careful in Austin. But it's it's like a kill cycle. It's incredible. It really is. Like, I think there's 10 cases, and you'll see some video in this where people will be saying or say that there's a serial killer in um, Chicago. You'll see that video. And I've noticed that people are watching my Smiley Face Killers documentary, which I'll put a link to here. I did it in 2017 with the help of Jim Smith, as a matter of fact. So here goes the video. Here, the urgent search is on for a missing Great Lakes sailor. 21-year-old Seamus Gray was reported missing today. But he was last seen late at night on St. Patrick's Day at a bar in Waukegan. NBC5's Everard Casme joins us now live from Waukegan tonight with more on the story. Everard? Guys, Seamus Gray was last seen here at a Visa nightclub in the early morning hours on March 18th. We want to show you some video from the moments in which he was last seen. The manager here at the bar and nightclub tells us that Seamus was here too. This is an important clip. You can see him walking. This is just like Dakota James. You can see him walking. He's able to stand upright and text. So he's not that hand. He's obviously drunk. You can watch him kind of stumble toward this ledge or, or rail here on the left if you're watching this on Rockfin. But he's upright. He's walking and able to text for 30 feet, 40 feet. 
times that night for about 20 minutes each time. He actually had to be escorted out of the bar because we're told that he was too intoxicated and then got into at least two altercations out in front of the bar. At one point, someone in the group that he had come to the bar with takes a wallet from his pocket, but then threw it back at him a little while later. On the video that you're looking at, you can see Seamus after the altercations taking off down a nearby alley. No one has seen or heard from him since. A little bit about him. Gray is a member of the United States Navy. He's assigned to Naval Station Great Lakes, and he did not report back at his assigned time. He was officially reported missing yesterday, and detectives saw him leaving the bar on surveillance video. Again, this is at an intersection nearby just before 2 a.m. Gray is a white male. He's 21 years old, six foot three inches tall, weighs about 170 pounds. He has brown hair and blue eyes and was last seen wearing a light pinkish reddish long sleeve shirt and pants. He has multiple tattoos on his left arm and a script tattoo on his rib cage. Now, I did get a chance to speak to his mother tonight, and there really are no words to describe how she's feeling right now. She's been searching dumpsters nearby for her son's body and is actually going to be joining police tomorrow for a search, a foot search for her son. They're asking for anyone with information on where he could be to contact the Waukegan Police Department tip line. That number is 847 360 9001. You can also text the word WPD tip and your message to 847 411. Of course, they are certainly going to continue this search and we'll keep you updated as we get more information. For now, we're live in Waukegan at Ron Cassidy. So that was one report. These are just rolling reports you'll see as more and more uh, coverage takes place in that area, Chicago area, greater area, suburban area. And there's a lot of deaths around the suburban area in the last two or three months, too. Another extensive day of searching and still no sign of a missing Navy sailor. Station at Great Lakes, Seamus Gray was last seen in Waukegan. By- I've studied so many of these cases. These are classic cases. He also fits kind of like the body profile. They're all taller and skinnier. Days ago, his mother now pleading for any information in his disappearance. And police are expected to continue the search tomorrow morning and move to an expanded area. WDN's Courtney Spinelli is live in Waukegan with the latest on the investigation and what new surveillance video may reveal. Courtney? Yeah, good evening. 21-year-old Seamus Gray hasn't been seen since the early morning hours of March 18th. As authorities were here along the lakefront searching today in Waukegan, his mom was also here in Waukegan, and she is pleading with the community to help find her son. Came here to fight for his country, and now he's missing. And I'd like everybody's help to find my son. The mother of missing 21-year-old Navy sailor Seamus Gray traveling from Florida after the Navy notified her that her son never returned to base. He's my, he's, he's my wife. Please help find Seamus. Doing her part, Carrie Gray says she was searching dumpsters in the area. Meantime, an extensive search by land, air, and water, including the use of sonar technology, happening throughout much of the day Thursday. Right, so they're looking through the water. They're not going to find him. He's not there yet. He'll be there soon probably in the next week some of the businesses at the marinas that were uh showing Seamus right on the water's edge and so we uh focused our efforts searching the water again today police say gray was last seen leaving a visa bar on north genesee street around 1 30 saturday morning they've done everything to try and cooperate with finding Seamus. According to representatives for Ibiza, he was at the bar Friday night and left, and when he returned, was only there for about 15 minutes near closing time, 
before he was forced to leave due to being intoxicated. He was escorted with his friends outside, so we didn't take him outside and just leave him by himself. New video obtained by WGN shows Gray outside the bar just after 1.30. He appears to be with at least two other people at one point walking across the street and returning back to the sidewalk near the bar minutes before he was seen leaving the area. After he left the bar, he proceeded to the intersection a little bit east of the bar at Washington Street in Sheridan. That's where police say this video showing Gray walking alone was taken. No one else with him, and while he hasn't been heard from since, police say videos shared with them have given authorities an idea of where to search. It was a vast area, and uh, I think that we did a really good job of covering it yesterday and today. Gray's mother praising the efforts of crews working to find her son while pleading for any information that could help bring him home. Anybody who has any information, please come forward. Now, police say they are also working with NCIS to identify anyone else who Seamus may have been with in those overnight hours when he was last seen. They say they have spoken with several people already, but would not elaborate any further. Again, the search is expected to resume tomorrow and move south toward North Chicago in case he decided to walk back toward the naval base on foot. Now, throughout the night tonight, even though the search is paused, we have seen police military vehicles and even city vehicles just circling the area it looks like they're just checking on this harbor area throughout the night before that search resumes again in the morning reporting live in waukegan courtney spinelli wgm news must be torture for his mother thank you courtney spending day so and there's another report and searching for a missing 21 year old in the navy station at the great lakes navy base CBS 2's Javon Terry live in Waukegan at the bar where Shannon's Gray was last seen four days ago. Javon, the last half hour, you've got some surveillance video of Gray leaving the bar. Yes, we do, Joe. We're going to show that to you in just a moment. Now, police and investigators tell us that Seamus Gray was last seen in this area early Saturday morning. And but they, the video that you're about to see shows him leaving this bar alone. Take a look. Now, this is the video just into our newsroom. It shows Seamus Gray leaving the bar around um, 1.40 Saturday morning. You can see that he is wearing a pink or fuchsia outfit, walking all by himself behind the bar. But here's a better look at Gray, who is a U.S. Navy sailor. Police and family say he left the Naval Station Great Lakes in North Chicago and headed down to Waukegan for a night of St. Patrick's Day celebrations. But Gray never returned to the base. And now he's missing for what's going on nearly five. So I just took a screenshot of that. That's his missing person form. Investigators here in Waukegan are only calling this a missing persons case. But we do know Waukegan police, along with Gray's mother, spent much of today searching near this bar where he was drinking that night. They also searched along the lakefront with no luck. Now, I did talk to Gray's mother, who flew into town to help find her son. She saw the surveillance video that you just that we just showed you uh, from the bar. But she adds, there's also video with someone when someone tried to pickpocket her son, and there was an altercation with a group of people. Gray's mother told me over the phone she fears the worst for her son, especially with so many days passing, and the fact that he hasn't checked into the naval base and no one has heard from him only worsens her fears. Again, we do know that the family uh, spent much of the day uh, searching um, this area throughout the day, and they're going to be back tomorrow morning, hopefully looking for any clues into his disappearance. His mother tells me that the Naval Criminal Investigation Service 
for NCIS is also involved in this investigation. For now reporting in Waukegan, I'm Jermont Terry, CBS 2 News. So they hit a dead end and there's... And this is another one. This is from a clip I saw on TikTok. And it says, the title is, it's from 324, so two days ago. Serial killer, search for a missing sailor. Did the serial killer strike again? And it's a search effort ends Friday for missing U.S. Navy sailor Seamus Gray. Last seen outside bar in Waukegan. But this is an interesting video because it shows the enormity of the search. This is like classic SFK stuff. For Seamus Gray, they have searched pretty much every square inch, they say, from downtown Waukegan to the two and a half miles down the lakefront to the base uh, in North Chicago, the Great Lakes base. So at this point, they say they are calling it off and hoping to have some clues to be able to resume at some point. They gather early this morning, intent on searching every possible... You can just see the horde of people just uh, searching through the shrubs and forest. It's along the route from downtown Waukegan back to the Great Lakes Naval Air Base. They're looking for this man, Seamus Gray. We've exhausted all means on land. Um, along the coast and everything else. So I don't know what else there is to search, right? Unless we develop new information. He doesn't know what else there is to search. They've searched everywhere, cannot find him. The 21-year-old sailor was last seen just before 2 o'clock Saturday morning. First in front of a downtown Waukegan bar, then later walking through the back alley behind the bar toward the lake. His mother communicated with him from Jupiter, Florida earlier that night. We were on FaceTime while I was out from St. Patrick's Day. He was out. We talked no less than 10 times a day. We were in contact with each other all the time. But his mother has not heard from Seamus since last Friday night. The search party includes about 100 fellow sailors from the Great Lakes base. The Coast Guard has searched in the water along the path, while drones have helped search from overhead. But so far, no sign. Gray is from Florida, where a small group of friends gathered to pray at his church. And you feel so helpless. I look to a higher power. I can't find that boy right now, but maybe someone stronger than me can. Police say they're evaluating their next step. Meantime, they're hoping for help from anyone who may have seen Gray after the last video of him in the alley. We're not going to stop. Our efforts and our investigation, our investigation is definitely going to continue. If we develop any other leads, we definitely will be coming back out if that's where our leads takes us to. Well, police say it's unclear if Gray may have wandered into Lake Michigan. They say the water is so cold right now, though, <clears throat> excuse me, that if he did, it could be a week or longer before a body would surface. The police say they've hit a dead end. So this is the video of him walking. You can kind of see if this is like an exact kind of video of Dakota James or someone, somebody else who I've studied later found. I think Dakota James is missing 40 days. His body was in really pretty good shape considering. But that's... Uh... Then there's a much longer video that I found on YouTube outside of the Ibiza nightclub in Waukegan of him kind of meandering around out front of the bar. So people can watch us on video, but it's kind of a longer video from the outside of Ibiza, but you can see him walk around. He's on the phone. He's able to call. He's standing upright. He hasn't fallen over. And something kind of strange happens at the very end of this. He gets accosted, and then he's on the ground, like, fighting with somebody. So if people, you can see this vaguely here um, if you're watching it on video. 
on Rockfin, but he's fighting with somebody. I wonder if this is, if people know him, if this is out of character for him to like literally get out after a bar and get on the ground. Because it would be, if not, it would be indicative that he was drugged or something like acting out of character, especially being kicked out of a bar. Like a lot of these people, you go back to Chris Jenkins, you get so many cases of these people acting abnormal. And so this is the map of the area of Biza, Biza Bar in Waukegan, close to the water. And then this is a guy who's posted on, I got this link from Jim Smith, but he posted on TikTok about what's going on in Chicago. So listen. Yeah, so that's what it looks like during the day. You're walking home alone by yourself at night in Chicago, and a car rolls up and rolls down the window, and someone inside the car, unmarked car, beater of a car, asks if you need a ride. Do not get in that car. This has now happened to me twice in the last six weeks that I can think of. The first time was about 3.30 in the morning, and I was walking home from a bar. I don't drink, but I was walking home, and a car, the woman rolled up. All of a sudden, someone was like, hey, do you need a ride home? And I'm like, no, I'm good. Oh, you sure? Like... It was a beater of a car. A beater. People are getting kidnapped. People are going missing. And it just happened to me again. It just happened to me again at 9.45 at night in River North. I'm walking down, I don't know, like Superior or Ohio Street. And it's well lit. You know, I'm on the phone. And a car comes across three lanes of traffic. Pulls up. Pulls on the window and asks me if I need a ride. Sorry, he's on the street. That's why there's background noise. He's on the street talking to, to his phone. Do not get in cars with people that you do not know. Do not get in unmarked cars. Do not take free rides from strangers. Like people are going missing. Like I think this is some kind of connection. Like they're probably just waiting for people who are drunk. It's an easy target. Like holy shit, stay safe. Like do not do it. From the waters in Chicago, over the number of bodies being pulled from the waters in Chicago. At least for those of you who do not have video, this is from February fourth, twenty twenty-three. It says serial killer. Does Chicago have a serial killer on the loose? Ten bodies pulled from the waters of Chicago. And this is, she's going to talk to an ex-CIA agent. I don't know her name. Ten. But it had a ton of comments, too, on TikTok. I do not get on TikTok. But it had 1,771. So it's a lot like some of these other places where people have talked about the mysterious drownings. It was... Uh, one of the other was a cryptid antiquarian in Boston. Like she put up these mysterious drownings in Boston, like thousands of people responded and there's a bunch of information sharing. And I've interviewed her, her name. I can't remember right now, but uh, anyway, I'll play this. Last year alone, the latest unidentified body pulled from Lake Michigan last Sunday, and people across social media fearing a possible serial killer could be on the loose. The latest case eerily similar to at least nine other disappearances and discoveries along the Chicago waterways. It started more than a year ago. Some of the bodies have been discovered just days apart. The causes of death for many of the... So I'll list these. It's John Doe, January 29th, 2023. Peter Salvian, or I think it's, his real name is Salvini, December 20th, 2022. Inaki Bascara, I covered that with Jim Smith in January. That's uh, November 5th, 2022. Daniel Sotelo, May 22nd, 2022. And Natalie Brookson, May 2nd, 2022. Still unknown. Is there a killer terrorizing the Chicago area, or is this simply a series of terrible coincidences? Joining us now, former CIA officer and FBI special agent. And there was Yuet Tsang, April 16th, 2022, two Jane and John Doe's in April. And then Eden D. Laau in Chicago, May 1st, 
2022. So these are interesting lists. Tracy Boulder. Tracy, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Tracy Boulder is her name. And Tracy, there are many similarities with these discoveries. Most of the victims disappeared in the late to early morning hours on weekends. Of course, they were all found in a body of water. Are there any other details that stand out to you about these cases? And as an investigator, do these similarities indicate anything? So I believe that they do. You know, you've got some of the other similarities that I see are proximity and age. They're all around the same age. Also, they're all the same gender. Um, they're all male. And um, at least last I checked, they were all male. And so I think that to me, coupled with obviously the same location, and I would suspect the manner of death is most likely drowning um, in all of them. I don't think that that's by accident. Again, just my hypothesis. But when you have really four and five characteristics really matching up, and really being the same, um, you know, I think all roads lead to a potential serial killer on the loose. So interesting. Okay, that's that's good to know, especially with your investigator hat on, uh, because certainly there are people who walk home late from bars and are maybe a little bit tipsy. Uh, unfortunately, bodies of water are also sometimes the sites of suicide, but you think that this is more than just coincidence. I think that is more than just coincidence, too, because to your point um, that a lot of folks had been, you know, sort of walking home from bars, the vast majority of all of these males that were found seem to have originated from around the same place, which was in the vicinity of a bar. So what that tells me is perhaps this bar, perhaps this location where they originated from was sort of the perpetrator's hunting ground, if you will, um, and they sort of followed them home. And so, you know, I think that really also points to the idea of a serial killer and sort of hunting and stalking their prey. And let's talk about the timeline quickly as well. In April, three of the bodies were found just days apart. The next month, the bodies of two college students, uh, two males found weeks apart in Lake Michigan. Is it usual in a serial killing kind of scenario for cases like this to happen back to back? So that's, you know, a lot of times that is something that will happen. It, the idea of killing excites them, right? And so you will see this sort of escalation, whereas you might find two, three, four killings back to back, and then it almost sort of stops um, for a couple weeks or a month or so. And then the killer needs their next fix, if you will, and then you'll see them sort of grouped together again. And so that's actually not uncommon to see in the case of serial killers. And let's say there is a serial killer lurking in Chicago. What would the benefit be of using the waterways to dispose of the victims? You know, one of the best things about water is it washes away evidence, quite frankly. Um, you know, really, water is key. Water takes away DNA evidence, it takes away trace evidence, it takes away biological evidence, and it really contaminates um, the, the body, if you will, and the crime scene. So really, that's sort of the number one way to dispose of a body is to really douse it in water, because what you are doing is, is taking away any of that evidence. And bottom line, from what you know about these deaths, do you suspect a possible serial killer in the Chicago area? You know, by what I know and the evidence I'm putting together, I, I do suspect a serial killer in this case. Okay, Tracy Walder, always appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. So that's that. Um, you can probably go see that on TikTok under Serial Killer Chicago. I have a few slides here. Give me just one sec, and I'll go through these slides. Check one, two. Let's do that. Let's see. So this was just kind of a surveillance video. I showed that. And there's a huge, you know, surveillance video. But this is Chicago, and you, there's a lot of deaths that have happened around here. This was kind of like the trolling area of Jeffrey Dahmer, Milwaukee, then down to Chicago, this whole area. 
There's the missing person pick of Seamus Gray. He'll he'll show up in the next couple weeks, more, more than likely. I'll put money on it. Another video, who is Seamus Gray? What we know of Navy Sealer missing in Illinois. And these are just lists of the other ones. I'm going to have all this lists of, of new ones. We've I've gone over the ones, like I said, in January with Jim Smith, the other ones. But there was a new guy. Uh, let's see. Matthew Lisman, who you'll see. Jose Orduno, who Jim Smith predicted would be found. There was a Dan El Elkington in Genoa, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. And this is Seamus Gray. But there's just been other ones. And we'll go through this list. And you can go through the old list. The ones that they just showed. They didn't include other ones. There were other names that they missed, which is Austin Redderath, Christoph Zubert. So that list actually is not complete, to my knowledge. The one that was listed there with that lady, Walder. Um, there's a kind of an older guy, Hector Tello, 53. Not really in the age pool, but still remarkable. This is Colby Peterson. He was found in Wisconsin. So, like, it's getting crazy up there, guys. Be very careful. This is another one they didn't include. This is uh, the Genoa one. Dan Elkington, I mentioned him. Last seen February 24th, 2023. Found a week later in Mirror Creek. And the dogs, there were uh, bloodhound dogs that went into the woods and river that found interest. So maybe they, somebody dragged them into the woods. This is a new one, Wisconsin. His name was Matthew Haas. He looks younger. He's 37. He looks young. He was last seen New Year's Day. They're searching for him, but I think they found him. This is a picture of Jose Orduno, Joel Orduno. Excuse me, I said Jose. Missing February 17th, 2023. Logan Square neighborhood has been found as an angel, so I think they found him in water. And these are all the cases. You can see this. There's actually a Reddit page as well that I found of people kind of going through the Chicago cases. So you can check out Reddit. But this is uh, Goat Slays 89, Chicago Missing Males All Found in River. This is another one. Matthew Listerman, he's outside of Chicago. And this is Joe, says, Outsiders alone aren't targeting college students as a revisionist story of Josh Guamont suggests. People from universities are surely involved. Media's covering up for Matthew Lisman of Illinois State. They don't remind of Jelani Day. But he, let's see, when was Lisman? I don't know what Lisman's specifics are, but I think it was this year, February 1st, yeah. Found in a lake. This is an old one, Christoph Zalbert. That was Chicago, March 20 things. Accidentally drowned. Probably drowned somewhere else, placed there. Austin Redderath, University of Minnesota, found in Mississippi River. This is uh, Matthew Haas, 37. They found him, found in Wisconsin River. He's missing New Year's Eve. This is one they've never found his part, body. Missing on Halloween, I think, October 30th or something. Bryce Borka. Jim Smith has talked about that. We talked about that last time. This is a random, random body pulled out February 16th, 2023. No name. And then off to uh, Europe. This was another, this is a European case that I wasn't aware of, but 
body of missing ex-rugby league forward Bryn Hargreaves found 14 months on March 20th, 2023. Body of missing ex-Wigan Lee, St. Helens, and Bradford forward Bryn Hargreaves has been found. Family have confirmed. Hargreaves was reported missing January 2022, then age 36. The former prop retired from playing rugby league in 2012. At the age of 26, moved to the USA, where he was reporting missing in Cheat Lake area in West Virginia. And they found his body in the water. This is another one. This is Ryan. He was missing and found a few days later, an Asian American guy. And then this is Austin. The name was Jason John, went missing. So missing post flyer, standard SFK stuff. People put the flyers out. It's asking, were you here? Where? Either side of Ladybird Lake between Rainy Street and I-35 Bridge. 2 to 3 a.m. Sunday, February 5th, 2023. Jason John went missing that night. And anything you can remember, no matter how small, could say help save a life. And then he was found in Ladybird Lake. And there were like three or four in the same time. So that was February 9th. Jim Smith, drowning victim, says missing Jason John has still not been found. He's a victim and going to be in Ladybird Lake soon. He won't be the first. That was February 9th. And then February 14th, he writes, a body found Monday night in Ladybird Lake was missing Austin man, Jason John. Third abducted male in the same lake. And then there's just some, like, pictures. And it's, it's uh, Lady Bird Lake is, like, just south of all the kind of bars in, in downtown Austin. And then this is a, the youngest kind of victim or similar victim is this young kid named Jaden Rob, Rob Kerr. Last name is spelled R-O-B-K-E-R. He was last seen Northwest Plaza in Kansas City. He was going to a nearby gas station on a skateboard. And then he was found later at this pond. It's just a nightmare. Jaden Rob Kerr's family reacts after remains found. So that was uh, March 10th, 2023. So young kid, 13. That's the first kind of younger one. And you can see this picture of the pond. And it looked like if you fell in, you would just stand up and walk back out. It's not like a cliff over. You go over a cliff to uh, get in the water. This is from February 9th, 2022. Westchester police asking for public help in locating missing man. Alexander Ensland was last seen 1, 8, 30 a.m. near Walmart in Cincinnati, Dayton Road. And then he was later found in a pond. This is another, like, questionable pond. You can see a picture here. It's just it's like a fish pond. Like, somebody would pop up. Body pulled from Westchester Pond identified as missing man. Alexander Ensland found in the pond. May 21st, 2022. And I've talked about this. Um, this is the case uh, about Brian Koberger. Like this guy had an SFK case happen right next to where the murders of the four people took place in uh, Moscow, Idaho. His name was Hudson Lindau. Super sketchy. So-called accidental drowning, leaving party. You know, And then this is like really where he drowned. During the, when the snows, it doesn't look, this, when the snow uh, melts, it doesn't look dangerous at all. Like, literally, you could just stand up. This is Joseph says, the spot where Moscow ID police claim Hudson Lindau drowned. It's not secluded in the woods. Seems to be right in the middle of the University of Idaho. 
and it's a tiny impossible to drown in creek with a footbridge right there. So somebody, uh, he probably made, you know, something bad happened to him. And it was December, 2022. Hudson Lindau fits the profile of the standard victim too. No question. No question. This is another one. This is San Antonio. Police investigating how missing Kerrville man ended up dead in the Guadalupe River, December 29th, 2022. Body found in Nimitz Lake along the Guadalupe River Wednesday has been identified as 25-year-old Joshua Michael Talley. His body was taken to the medical examiner in Austin. Very sus. This is Boston. Body washed up on beach in Marblehead identified as missing Peabody man. What was his name? His name was... um, I have it here somewhere. Uh, Michael, no, was that Michael Gray? I forgot. This is a super suspicious one. Happened during a music festival in Florida. Concert goer found dead not far from stage at Florida Music Festival. Deputies say March 16th, 2023. A man was found dead at the site of a four day Florida music festival headlined by acts like rapper Little Yachty and Earth, Wind, and Fire. According to the Okeechobee County Sheriff's Office, the discovery was made Saturday, March 4th at the Okeechobee Music and Arts Festival. He's found in like a little pond next to the thing. It's very suspect. And there's been other many deaths uh, after like music venues or music shows. One reminds me of, comes to mind is Michael Slack in um, Pittsburgh, who was found in the river, just disappeared. This is a comment. From Reddit, Um, it says, Tasty says, happened to me in early December. I was walking down Hubbard after leaving a bar up in River North. What they do is they drug their target with GHB and wait for them to start walking away alone before they kidnap him. They may use women to seduce them and walk them away to a vulnerable situation. A PI I've been in contact with says they have a lead on someone. Stay safe. And somebody responds, so scary. I've lived downtown since 2011. It is getting worse, worst, just getting worse. Anyone have his, so I can see he is on TikTok. So I was trying to contact him. And then Plath fan says, dude, this is totally the MO of the smiley face killers. They have killed hundreds of young men all over the country for years. They will follow you into a bar and spike your drink. So be careful. I don't know if you're gay, but they seem to target gay men. Hell, don't even go into any bar if you can help it, because they're watching and will try to get you. This is Jim Smith. I took a screenshot of this because he talked to somebody who had been too survived. And he says, one of the survivors I interviewed in Austin, Texas, who vanished downtown and then was found days later in River alive with 100000 in medical bills was last seen on Rainy Street. I think that's where Jason John was before he died. And then somebody says, what did he say? How did he end up in there? And, and Jim says, blacked out after got out of lift and going to bars on same street. No memory for 60 hours. Wow. Strange days. So this is the guy, Michael Gray. Yeah, that was the Michael Gray in Massachusetts. Sir, 31. He was uh, at a, at a uh, I think he was, uh, he was reported missing in Peabody December 11th. He was found in January, December 11th, 2022. And Paul says, this exact situation was happening in Denver metro area. 
from 2018 to 2021, young men missing from bars found in rivers or lakes, then it just stopped. Well, see, I've missed those. I don't know the Denver cases. And then somebody's been working on, they call them the Mary Mac River Killer, but you know, I don't know if that's true, but Boston has its own stuff. And then somebody made a Google map of the all the deaths and it's like 20 or 30 at least. This is another curious one. Camera shows still water man found dead Sunday walked alone and cold after leaving bar. So maybe he did die of exposure. <clears throat> this guy's name is George Musser. The 20 year old still water man whose body was found on Christmas day was not dressed for cold weather and walked alone after leaving a downtown bar the day before the Washington County Sheriff's office on what said Wednesday that the Ramsey County medical examiner's office has formally identified the man as George Musser. A student at the University of Wisconsin River Falls, Musser was last seen alive around 2.20 a.m. Saturday, leaving Brian's Bar and Grill in downtown Stillwater. The body was found around 7 p.m. Sunday, about two miles from the bar. The progression of video footage from traffic and surveillance cameras tracked an individual matching Musser's description as he traveled alone and on foot, leading from downtown Stillwater towards the area where his body was ultimately located. So maybe he was drunk and just didn't put on the right clothes or something. This is still, this is uh, March 17th. Death investigation underway after man's body pulled from Chicago River in Lincoln Park. I don't think they named the name. Just says a 24-year-old man was pulled from the Chicago River in Lincoln Park Thursday. This is uh, just a thread I took a picture of. It happened to me in early December. I was walking to, oh, I already read that one. Dakota Leo James, my grandson, stay safe. These warnings aren't scams. I'm sorry to hear about what happened to Dakota. Absolutely horrific. What's happening currently with young men? Fingers crossed that they catch these sick bees. I'm also hoping that they don't reveal their faces or names. They don't deserve an ounce of recognition. This is what they thrive off of. Sick world. Hang in there. Yeah, it's bad. So that's the end. That's the end of my... Uh, presentation with videos and slides i guess the moral of the story or what the warning is to stay safe be careful there's clearly something going on in chicago right now something's happening in austin some of these cases you can just go through like i went through those there was liam cross went missing march 1st 2023 in greenville pennsylvania let's see who else happened i missed uh there was the, another in minnesota in 2022 abdurrahman ali Found dead in the Mississippi, June 6th, 2022. Joshua Parker died just this month. Found dead far away. Left a bar in Proctor. So I think that was close to the Wisconsin-Minnesota border. I remember. Cole Peterson, I mentioned him. And uh, Yeah, so these are all kind of new names. I can go back and see if I can find some of these old, old names from uh, January. But yeah, there's a... Uh, Let's see, there's a lot going on. So I wish you all the best. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, I'll put a link to my also my documentary if you want to watch that. Uh, the Smiley Face Killers Who's Abducting, Torturing, and Murdering College Age Men in the US and UK. That was 2017, and then I had a follow-up, a second one. But people are definitely interested. Something's going on. Like there must be something going on on social media. I'm not aware of, but uh, anyway, thanks for listening.